You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. Amen, amen, amen. He is the mountain-moving God, and I want to encourage you where you are to keep holding to that truth and that reality. Keep confessing that. Make it a good confession. It will, it will strengthen your heart and release faith into your spirit. For some of us, I think we might need to go back over that refrain that Mark has just sung and this week and get into our heads and get into our hearts that we serve a God who keeps on moving mountains. As we do that, I want to assure you we are praying for you, church, at this time, particularly as we're in lockdown two, and we're praying for those of you whose lives remain largely unchanged, the key workers, those of you on the front line, those of of you at school at this time, and we're also praying for those of you for whom these restrictions are tough and difficult, and some of the, the new liberties that have been, or the old liberties that have been restored that are now restricted, where it's a tough time we're praying for you and and we said communication out this week we'll say it again encourage literally every day three things number one be in the word get something of the bible in you if you don't know what to do if you've not got a reading plan well well firstly get one but if not to go to the psalms just get something of the scriptures in you it it is a light to our path it is a lamp to our feet Uh, Secondly, be in Christ-centered community. Contact someone, call someone, pray with someone, meet with someone in a public space. And thirdly, be in prayer. Let's be in prayer together, church, praying for one another as people come to mind and we will strengthen and stand with one another. I want to say a huge thank you for your involvement, engagement and all the things going on in the life of the church. Looking forward to being with some of you on Tuesday night for our annual Open the Books as we look at CLM's finances on Zoom. But today I want to take us to Luke chapter 5 starting out verse 1 Luke 5 we are on the fifth and final week of a miracle through our hands a miracle through our hands and today if you want a title it comes from Peter's confession that we'll get to in just a moment in this story and it's this but because you say so but because you say so sometimes we do things because we have to right we maybe there's a figure of authority, a policeman, or if you're a school, a teacher, or, or a boss, or somebody, we have to do something because they say so. But sometimes we do things because the person that has asked us, we love them, and we trust them, and we do it for them. We do it because they've asked us to. Every year we go away with Esther's wider family, and we went there earlier this year, and you've got to understand that I do, I do not like fancy dress. I'm not a fancy dress person. It's just not my thing. But, but Esther's family on this uh, weekend away, we always have a themed night. And so like in the last few years, I've, I've been lots of different things. I've, I've been a Mexican. I, I've, I've been Donald Trump. Uh, and can I just say, if you are Mexican, please don't be offended. My, my resources were very limited that particular year. Now, can we take those down uh, and out of the way, please? The point... Uh, is this, that sometimes we'll do things, not because we want to, we'll do it because of the person that is asking, but because you say so. Now, if those images have distracted you, take those thoughts captive in Jesus' name. We're going to come to Luke chapter 5. But because you say so, I want to begin here today by saying this is the Christianity I have grown up on, a, a Christianity that says, Lord, 
what are you saying? And that's what I'll do. And I, I don't think there is any other way to follow God, but because you say so. Luke 5, 1 says this, one day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret or Galilee, the people were crowding around him, listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little further from the shore. He sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. And when they'd done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so full they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this he fell at Jesus knees and said go away from me Lord I am a sinful man for he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they'd taken and so were James and John the sons of Zebedee Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon don't be afraid from now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore left everything and followed him. Well, this is the word of the Lord, and we give thanks to God. I, I want to say also a huge thanks to CLM Kids. Many of you have been drawing over these last few weeks of a miracle through our hands, and, and some of you sending your drawings in. We so love that. Today, I am going to encourage you, if you can, if you've got some crayons and some paper, if you could draw two boats and, and nets or a net coming down so full of fish, that, uh, that it is overwhelming the boats. It'd be great to capture this incredible moment that changes Peter's life. I love this story. He was never the same. He never recovered from the miraculous catch of fish. I want us to notice four things out of this story today. Number one, the miracle was tied to obedience. The miracle was tied to obedience. The link is so obvious. It's spelled out for us. It says, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. They're tired, they're disappointed, they're, they're cleaning up and they're ready to go home. And naturally speaking, it doesn't make any sense. In that part of the world, you fish at night, not in the middle of the daytime. Naturally speaking, it, the conditions weren't right. You know, so often we want the conditions to be right. We, we want everything to have lined up. Do you notice how often it seems the Lord asks us to do things when it's not convenient, when the conditions don't seem ideal to us. He, he tells Israel to cross over the River Jordan in flood season. I mean, if you're going to make a miracle journey through a river, surely in the dry season is the time. But no, it's in flood season. Why does God do this? I, I, think, I think because it pushes us into maximum dependency on Him. And at the end of it, we know it had to be God. I look at my life and the times when I have the privilege of being caught up in what God is doing. If a miracle has metaphorically gone through my hands, I've been involved in the work of God, it's almost always required some step of faith, some act of obedience, something that has, has pushed me onto dependency on God and then I've seen what God has done. If we look on the, on the last eight years of being here as part of CLM, we're amazed at how God has grown the church, hundreds of lives impacted, stories, testimonies impacting the city. We look at mission and the presence of God, the touch of God. Even this week, we're involved in a significant conversation at a national level in our denomination. And, and I'm amazed at what God has done. He's put a miracle through our hands. And, and yet, 
if we look back, it began with moving house and moving job and moving church and moving schools and coming to a city we didn't know and a people we didn't know. And why did we do it? Because he said so. Because he said so. We, we had this irrefutable call from God to come. And so we came, not because we knew how it was going to work out, but because he said so. If you read this year's vision booklet, you'll have seen one of the, the new things that we're so excited to be stepping into is partnering with this incredible new ministry initiative called Guardian Ballers. And many of you will know Kieran Joseph, part of our church here, amazing young guy. And uh, this is a ministry that, that he is birthing in partnership with uh, Coventry and Warwickshire Mind, the mental health charity. And it's using the medium of basketball to go into schools to train young people in issues of mental health and well-being and, and CLM, we've been asked to partner, CLM youth in particular, to send in teams and to help and partner with this project. We're so excited about what God is doing. But the point is this, that, that a couple of years ago, Kieran, who was working as a teacher, doing an incredible job, successful, felt a stirring that he needed to step away from that. Naturally speaking, it didn't make any sense career-wise, income-wise, and he processed it with leaders. I know some of you, maybe you want to leave your jobs. I want to say he processed it prayerfully and with leaders and counsel and went on a journey and, and he didn't have this ministry laid out ahead of him. He ended up handing in his notice, stepping out, not knowing really what the future looked like, not knowing how his bills were going to be paid, but did it, but because Jesus said so and then he steps forward and God starts to birth this idea and connects him with the other people the, the response to this initiative has been incredible and we are so excited to see what God does with this God is beginning to put a miracle through his hands we know here in Coventry it's gonna have a massive impact in our schools we believe as a church that part of Kieran's uh, enthusiasm about being involved in our, our partnership into Lebanon it's something that we can take and we're just waiting to see, but the point is this, that the miracle is tied to obedience. And so often in our lives, we have to do what God asks us to do. Here for Peter, he puts the nets down because Jesus said so. Secondly, the miracle drew others in. Do you notice how the miracle drew others in? This was not just Peter. It ends up saying all of his companions, I don't know how many were with him. And it says his partners in the other boat, James and John, who end up in the 12. Peter's faith, Peter's obedience, Peter's but because you say so draws others in. It has a wider impact and this is almost always what happens. It's God's design that, that God works in us in order to directly or indirectly impact others. I want to take a moment to thank every person from the youngest to the oldest who in the last four years has been on this incredible journey of faith with our vision offerings, who stepped out and trusted God and has been part of a miracle. And most of you will know the church debt that was 1.8 million pounds, which was a mountain that had come down at the end of August to under 100,000 pounds and more money has come in against last year's vision offering in the last two months. And we'll bring an update into this next Sunday in our Zoom meeting on Vision Sunday evening. But as we've done that, it's not been about reducing a debt. It's been being able to put finance and resource into ministries and mission and and this is part of what we've tried to capture in the booklet is through going deeper and reaching wider that lives have been touched. Hundreds of lives transformed, people saved and baptized. Even last Sunday on our online Alpha weekend, 
people giving their lives to Jesus, people grown and developed and inspired, ministries birthed and strengthened, the prayer temperature has risen, the, our citywide impact and influence which, which is growing, hundreds of people, you, the real kingdom bringers, strengthening Christ-centered community, strengthened through prayer and encouragement and the word, but then going out and shining light, transforming, touching lives. One of our, our GPs working as a locum contacted me recently, he just finished his placement there for a period of time and they had a little farewell get together and this is what people said to him, I, I have seen you as my spiritual covering in this place. There was a kind of peaceful presence and aura in your room. Every time I was feeling troubled or stressed, I just came into your room and your words were always soothing and filled with wisdom. This is how the kingdom comes. For us as a church, stepping into mission, establishing nine significant transformative missions partnerships, beginning to reach overseas. We see God at work. A miracle through our hands, but drawing others in, multiplying its impact. These things are not disconnected. This is what God does. When he asks us to obey him and to step out, it ends up directly or indirectly impacting others. But thirdly, I want us to notice this. The miracle changed them. It didn't just draw others in. It changed them. Peter famously falls to his knees and says, Go away from me. I am a sinful man. It says he and all his companions and James and John were astonished at the catch of fish. When you make yourself available and God puts a miracle through your hands, it, it impacts you. Peter was changed. He never got over it. His, his life was transformed. I loved recently going and visiting a, one of the businesses within CLM that began with a, a couple of ladies. And I remember seven years ago them coming to me at the, at the back of this room at the end of a service and saying, Pastor, will you pray for us? We've, we've been praying and we sense God has birthed an idea in us to start a business and we prayed together. There was this sense of God and they were both working in full-time jobs and they carried those jobs on and they started a business. I remember them, they started on a, on a donated desk and they had nothing. And recently going and visiting them and, and one of their husbands who's key in the business and their new, their new officers with a competent team and a, a widening staff and increasing contracts and and a work, and it's just, it's been so incredible. Uh, and I'm, I'm, whenever I meet with them and I go and I see, and I, I see what God is doing and I pray and I always say, I'm so proud of you. And they say, it's the Lord, it's the Lord. And what's happened is, yes, there's been hard work. There've been late nights and early starts and issues and problems because there are no great victories at bargain prices. But they look back and see what God has done through them. And it's changed them. Don't get me wrong, they're the same lovely people they were seven years ago, but they're able to say, look what God has done. Look how faithful he has been. Their journey of faith, it's done something in them. It's what happens. If you've read in the booklet, the testimonies of people saying we stepped out in faith and it changed us this year to see God provide not just enough but more than enough. Andy and Sammy saying the journey's helped us to grow spiritually in a way we never imagined. It does, it changes our, our walk when we step out and trust him. Wilson and Sylvia, the journey of trust has taken our family into a deeper level of faith. Darius saying God has shown himself to be my provider. 
Olivet says, I've, I've felt his covering, seen his provision, known his presence and comfort in ways like never before. And she links it to the journey of faith, responding because he said so this time last year. If you'd have told me and Esther four years ago what God would do financially through our hands above tithes and offerings, I don't know if I would have believed you. I'm not saying that as a boast. I'm just amazed at what God has done. But each year we've just come as we've asked each one of you to do. We just said, Lord, it's all yours. What do you want us to do? And each year he's stretched us and challenged us and we've stepped out in faith and we've seen his provision. And unashamedly, we're inviting ourselves and you once again this year to do the same. But because you say so, and part of it, it changes us. As we say each year in this process, if you've been around for your married couple, pray together, agree together, the Lord will help you come to a place of agreement. And if you've never heard God speak before and you've got no resource and you think he says a million pounds, run it by a leader. But if you've learned to hear the voice of God, don't shrink back because it's a challenge. Step out and trust him. We could look at the economy. We could look at COVID. We could, it's like Peter being asked to go out in the middle of the day and, and say that the conditions don't seem right for this. But I want to tell you, I would rather keep my finances, my life, my family in the hand of God. I'm not going to give up trusting. I, I have made a decision to walk by faith and not by sight. And that's not going to change right now. But as we do this, it changes us. But fourthly, the miracle opened the door for more miracles. The miracle, it opened the door for more miracles. There's this miraculous catch of fish. The, the boats are so full, they're sinking. But that's not it. It's just the beginning. And I'm sure Peter had no idea of what lay ahead. He, he couldn't see the day of Pentecost and 3,000 people getting saved. He, he couldn't see the cripple at, uh, at Gate Beautiful in the name of Jesus getting up and being healed and restored. He, he couldn't see himself on that day with, with the fish in his boat when he's on his knees before Jesus walking out of a secure prison with an angel leading the way in the dead of night. He couldn't see the miracles that were to come. But at the end of his life, 2 Peter, he says, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He saw a life of miracles. He witnessed something else. And as we look ahead, we know the miracles of yesterday, as wonderful as they are, they're preparing us for the miracles of tomorrow. Last week, Esther spoke about the season ahead, what we're believing for, the strengthening of existing ministries and mission, preparing for tomorrow of what the Lord might do, whether it's property or, or different centers, we don't know, but, but preparing for that. A Jubilee Fund to help people get out of debt and hear about Jesus paying for our debts the development, releasing of CLM worship, impact in spheres, strategic development of, of our online presence and new opportunities that we can't see right now here today, but God will open up. And friends, we, we have to understand the moment that we are in. And I, you'll have heard the phrase, the new normal. I've got to tell you, I hate that phrase. And I, I hate it for two reasons. One, because there's nothing normal about right now. And, and number two, because it's just an interim, it's temporary. We're not... We're not going to stay in this. We're heading not in the new normal. We're heading to the next normal. But we need to understand that the next normal is not going to be the same as the old normal. There are, there are many things in the, in the old normal that will be in the next normal, but there are some things in the next normal that are going to be different. And as a people, we have to be ready for it. Keep in step with the Holy Spirit. 
because God's doing a new thing. God is always doing a new thing. So we invite you with us over this coming week to pray, to say, Lord, here I am. Lord, what do you want to do through me? And we urge you not to divert your regular giving, but as a point of faith over and above to say, Lord, what do you want me to sow into this vision offering to put a miracle through our hands? And simply respond with a yes. Not because it makes sense, but because he says so. And see what God will do in you and what God will do through you, what he'll do in us and what he'll do through us. And together we will go on a journey. See what miracles he'll put through our hands for his glory. Can we pray together? Father, we thank you for the incredible journey of faith, the privilege that it has been for us to journey this in you and with you. We thank you, Lord, for the miracles you've put through our hands, for the partnerships, the, the lives transformed. We thank you for the testimonies of provision, the, the testimonies of your help and your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, as we've trusted and stepped out that every single one of us can testify that you've been faithful, that we have our own stories to tell. And I pray, Lord, will you help us to keep trusting you? Would you help us, God, to keep in step with you? to walk by faith and not by sight, to be a people of faith whose faith is honoring to you and pleasing to you. And we pray in every home, in every household, in every life, at this time, in this season, and through us as a body, as a people, would you keep putting miracles through our hands for your glory in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen.